Hello there everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Sparks and Rhinestones pageant podcast with your host Hannah Golding, the founder of Sparks and Rhinestones and currently extremely happy, although still recovering from Covid, I'm extremely happy that we've been nominated, I say we, Sparkles has been nominated for two and I've been nominated for three, but Technically, that's all of them, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's me. Um, for the Natural Beauty Awards, I was so lucky enough to win the award back in 2020 uh, for uh, Most Inspirational 18+. Plus. Um, I got that award a year later, a year and a bit later, because um, of COVID. Um, <laughs> so it was fun. I felt like I was being awarded it all over again. And and now, yes, uh, five nominations, including Pageant Business of the Year for Sparkles and Best Pageant Coach. So, of course, you know, when those links are open, I would love for you to vote for me um, and vote for Sparkles. Um, but honestly, there are some incredible women I'm up against, but also some incredible nominations. I absolutely love um, award ceremonies. I love just pageant awards, rewarding everyone. We know we don't do it for the awards, but it sure is nice to be nominated. And of course, we have released our new date for Pageant Con 2022. It is still virtual. Um, I'm not sure when this event will be a in-person event because, you know, COVID is very much, <laughs> very much strong. Um, and yeah, I think a virtual event works so, so well. We only have one day this year because there are events that are still open. And we are fundraising for our incredible pageant sister, Patty, um, for her surgery. So, on to the theme of that today. But what we are going to be talking about is pageant experts. So, what makes an expert? What makes a pageant expert? And the reason I wanted to do this is going to be, like, half informative, half mini rant. <laughs> I'm actually re-recording this. I recorded it yesterday and it made no sense at all. <laughs> I kept going to different places. Um, but basically, what makes a pageant expert? And the reason I wanted to do this is because I've had a lot of requests for people to speak at PageantCon, um, which is great and amazing. And if you feel like you have something to bring to PageantCon, please message me. Um, absolutely love <laughs> having different speakers of different calibre. Um, but also, there have been a lot of different pageant businesses and podcasts and all sorts popping up and so I wanted to go over what actually makes a pageant expert and why you should be quite careful with some of these new things that are popping up and how to kind of avoid wasting your money basically because we all know pageantry is expensive and then you add more things on top of it it just gets way more than you need to so what makes a pageant expert for me especially when I choose people to speak they have to have a certain amount of years in the pageant industry or if they're an expert on something else a certain amount of years in there qualifications are great but qualifications don't really mean too much especially within pageantry like let's use the coaches um there is no pageant coaching qualification. There are coaching qualifications, there are mentoring qualifications, there are no pageant coaching qualifications. And even if there were, it would be interesting because who would teach this qualification? How would you get qualified? 
I know that there are some trainers who do train girls to teach, you know, how they would teach, you know. Um, but, yeah, how would it work? <laughs> like, I'd love a, co- uh, a pageant coaching qualification. Um, but, yeah, the logistics of it. But <laughs> I digress. So when you have all these pageant coaches, you look at their experience in, in pageantry, what qualifies them to be a pageant coach, and what qualifies them, you know, to charge for their time, basically. Now, we have so many amazing coaches here in the UK. And I'm quite lucky um, that I myself get to, to coach so many amazing girls. And have a great relationship um, with most of the pageant coaches. Um, and especially with Sparkles, we really want to make sure that everyone is included. And... This is something that's really important to say as well. You know, not everyone will gel with everyone. Not everyone will like my style of coaching. Not everyone might not like another pageant coach's style of coaching. They might find one of us too serious or maybe too laid back or maybe, you know, too informative. Um, there are so many ways and different like different training views different things of what we do like that's what makes us unique not every pageant coach is the same and that is great um but when you look at the other qualifications as well so as i stated there are no pageant qualifications speaking from my experience and of course because this is my podcast i will of course talk about my qualifications um i have been i've only been pageant coaching since 2019 is and when I opened my books up to everyone in the UK and beyond um I've been coaching at like regional level since 2015 um and I've been competing in pageants since 2010 so over 11 years now nearly 12 um nearly 12 years goes by so fast but I only started coaching properly for pageants in 2019 where I did virtual coaching and I do like training days because I wanted enough experience especially when I won my international title I was like right that is that is my what was it my ticket but that is what people will say wow she's won international she's gone to international since she's won even though I've been to three internationals by then um you know so I wanted to make sure I had the experience I had the crowns and trophies to back it up um, but also I do have qualifications in coaching. I have a level two, level three in fitness instructing and personal training, which goes through all of the smart goals and goes through all of the one-to-one, um, like, you know, how to set goals, how to teach, you know, how to do all of that. Um, <laughs> I also have qualification in life coaching and mentoring. Um, and, you know, it's not necessity, but especially for me, I've always wanted to be a teacher um, so I've always worked with lots of different age groups, um, different abilities, and I feel, especially the personal training side, I get to look at the body and I can tell exactly, like, what parts need to be worked on, as in not, like, exercise and stuff, which I can, <laughs> I can tell you that, um, but for example, if you're walking, I can see that there might be a weakness in, you know, your hip or your posture needs to be corrected through different strengthening exercises and um you know stretching not many pageant girls stretch sometimes <laughs> and that creates a tightness in your hip flexors um 
which can stiffen your walk and especially if you're wearing heels that are way too high for you which of course then stifle your walk even further um so yeah there are advantages to my former lifestyle my former work as such that I can then bring into pageant coaching so if you are looking for a pageant coach and you're looking for um an expert as such that's what you're going to look at you're going to look at their qualifications their experience and their titles and then if you know if they've just started out um you'll look at their own success um (laughs) but if they have been coaching a while you'll look at the other like girls that they've coached their successes what reviews do they have what do people say about their coaching and their training um and I'm very slack on the um (laughs) recommendations I need to be to asking more afterwards like oh can you just write this little thing because I know loads of girls don't I just don't because I just usually forget I'm very shy (laughs) you wouldn't think it um but I know that if someone's going to ask me I could say um or they get recommended by another girl word of mouth um you know you're going to read the reviews and the most important thing is if they have just started they have their own personal success to go on so now when we talk about pageant experts um there are so many new like advice pages coming up and so many um like not there's not new coaches such because you'll see every new coaches that came out um from the lockdown are all established beauty queens that have been competing like 10 15 years international titles so you know it's not shocking at all but there are more, you know, podcasts coming out and there's more groups as well that are focusing on different parts of pageantry that don't have any experience. Um, so when I said that if they have just started their business, they have their own examples. Now, I'm, it's not, it's not call out, but I have seen this page on Instagram because they asked me to, uh, if they could speak. Uh, at pageant con I said okay how many years have you been in pageantry uh I've not competed yet and the other person runs um a events management and they are charging people 20 pound for basically for for you to therefore they will source out your appearances I'm assuming help with your appearance folder um local events and they promised 20 plus um 20 plus appearances if they have examples of an appearance book then that's great because as i said if you don't have if you've only just started you're going to show your personal experience but if you've never competed in the pageant how are you going to have an appearance book how how are you then going to charge someone else an incredible amount of money per month to showcase? And this is the thing. If you're doing 20 plus appearances in a month, not all of those are going to be valid. I'm going to tell you that right now. Why do you need to do 20 plus appearances if they don't mean anything to you? Because there, of course, there are social awareness days. Now, I know this because in our handbook and in the manual and we have... The appearances, we have the social media awareness and we've, you know, created a calendar of all of the dates that can help you um, with your platform, you know, raising awareness for different things. There are still so many 
awareness days. But do you need all these awareness days? Do you need to promote all these awareness days? Or was it just another Facebook post? Just another Instagram post? And I know that throughout COVID, a lot of people had to use social media awareness posts and and things like that to get their appearances up and, you know, to be more present on social media. But now that we can actually go out slightly... There's still many restrictions and, you know, there's always the health risk of getting COVID. It's not fun. Um, thank goodness I am vaxxed because I don't, I'd have to think what I'd been like if I hadn't. Um, but this person also promises free plus in-person events in your area. As a queen, you should be, as a finalist, you should be resourcing your own events, like sourcing at your own events. If someone else does it for you, that's great. That's a great service. But are they going to actually deliver that? I'm not going to pay someone a certain amount a month unless they have it there in clear thing. And then you also have to take into account logistics of getting to this place. Um, Are they actually welcoming of pageant queens? You know, there's... Are you just going to an event and holding a sash? Like, what is the reasons? What are you doing? And services like this should not exist unless if the person was doing it um so there is pageant PR they have experience in PR they have experience in the media they have all that experience you know they have the proof to back it up that I would rather choose a company like that than a company who has not got the experience you know Especially as you can't charge someone to do an appearance book and you've never done one yourself. It just baffles me how people have the audacity to charge for things like this. And the meaning, like for me, I always have my prices low because it's pageantry. Pageantry is expensive. Just because my prices are low doesn't mean I'm cheap for a reason. It just means that this is not my main source of income and I want to make sure that I can help so many more people access pageant coaching. Um, You know, if I was in America, however, <laughs> you best believe my prices would be expensive. Um, Same with all the other tools and things. But no, it's providing everyone to have the chance to use these. And this also goes for people who decide to hold pageants or, you know, when you're looking to enter a pageant, you're going to do your research. I would hope. I would hope. I know a lot of you girls do enter a pageant straight away um, without reading <laughs> what it entails. And you're very lucky, that obviously, when you do search, like, the good pageants come up on the search engine because they have their own website. They have the information. Um, you know, they have that reach. So you know that your first pageant is going to be a good experience because they are experienced in holding pageants. But yeah, you should be doing your research with everything, every pageant business, anything you want to put your money to. So for example, a dressmaker, um, you know, you're, you want to see examples of their work first, don't you? You want to know what it looks like especially if you're if you're ordering from abroad you know I have yet to have a good experience with 
ordering from abroad. I don't think they get the plus size body as well um, as some designers. I've always had to make adjustments to all the outfits, even though I send them my exact measurements. Um, but it's here and there. I still went with the ones that had good recommendations and I got to see the work. I got to see the thought process behind it. And the same with anything, any pageant business related, you know, you see the examples of work, you see the products on their Instagram, you see exactly what it looks like and you want to see the customers' reviews. So, as I said, this is always taking a little detour because (laughs) it's like, what makes a pageant expert? And then it's like research and all this stuff. But it's true, you know, the reason they are pageant experts and great in their field is because they have taken the time to learn these skills. They've taken the time to work on how they present themselves. Um, They're knowledgeable from the experience they have in that industry. You know, they have, they have all of that knowledge. And, but also, this is something that's really important just because you've won something in pageants doesn't mean you're automatically an expert. One, it depends on the title. It does. There is leverage with certain titles. We all know that. Um, does that mean that that person automatically is more of an expert of another one of how to win a pageant? Not necessarily. Um, also, you have to look at how they got to the crown. Um, you know, a lot of girls do win on their first try. Um, but how did they win? You know, some people will just walk in and not get lucky because, you know, they put the time and effort in, but they do win. Other people will take the time to get a coach, to perfect every single part, you know, use businesses that they trust um, for all aspects, you know, from the makeup, tan, hair, outfits, shoes, coaching, every part of that journey. But then if they win on their first time, does that make them a pageant expert? And with my air fresher going off, <laughs> the answer is no. Because if they had a coach, the coach gave them those skills and gave them that knowledge. They've also learned that along the way. Um, but do they have the experience to then talk about it? No, because they're in their first year of queendom. You know, in their first crowning year, they're, you know, literally loving life, getting to know everything when they've had their crown over they have that year experience you know you have the year up to a year I guess of um being a finalist and then you have the queen year so then the two years in pageants that's a good amount of time especially from the lead up to the pageants and then experiencing that year um but would I choose someone who won in their first year compared to someone who maybe won in their sixth year um, to speak, I'm going to choose the person who took six years, maybe took six years to win their title, yes, like, six years is a long time, but it depends on what systems they were competing in, it depends on how long if they had a break in between, um, but also because, you know, there is some experience there, it doesn't take away from the person who won first time, because that's an incredible, incredible feat, doesn't take away anything from her win and I'm gonna want to hear from her next year um you know as a guest expert as I'm talking about like if I was to choose for pageant con um or if I was to choose coaching they decided that they wanted to start coaching you know 
I'm going to choose someone that has more than a year or so experience in pageants. Depends what skills they are transferring, you know. There are different stages. Um, there, yeah, there are different stages that you might have to just, you know, adjust a few things, you know. It, <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked here because I'm trying to think of. Um, but yeah, I would choose one. But then also, taking this into account... Am I going to listen to someone who gives advice who has been in pageants for eight years and has never won a title? And, like, not even, like, placed. So eight years competing, no placement. Um, won a couple of side awards. Um, am I going to then start taking their word for gospel when they're churning out pageant advice? No, I'm not going to. And it's being completely honest, we will always say the advice that we get told to ourselves we see um on different pages and it's like which advice is valid and the thing is pageant advice is subjective you know it works for one person it's not going to work for another um so you have to always take these posts these inspirational quotes and things with a pinch of salt and I mean I have that on the page on sparkles we have it a lot (laughs) breaks up the posts you know I feel like my advice is very valid I wouldn't put it on the internet if it wasn't but sometimes there are going to be posts that can be quite contradicting um depending on you as a competitor you know I'm always one for saying um that um you want to, you know, what your pageant journey is what makes you, you know, if you can't afford coaching, that's absolutely fine, but there are many ways you can help yourself. But then I also say, you know, coaching is one of the best things that you can do for your pageant journey. Um, but I'm realistic, <laughs> very realistic, um, very realistic that, um, not everyone can afford stuff. The same as I wanted to say, you know, it's okay if you can't travel everywhere, but also it's like you want to make the most of your your year um so you have to it's kind of like a a pick a mix of what works best for you like for me I want to travel everywhere for pageants but I can't I don't drive so I have to see if someone else who's driving or go to the event if it's a weekend or I'm childcare when I have childcare um you know and I've also managed to adapt it so I can do lots more appearances at home now I can interview people, I can use those skills. Um, you know, I've worked out throughout the years what's best for me as a competitor um, and as a coach. You know, there are so many amazing coaches that do travel. Um, unfortunately, that's not what I can do. But there are some that will travel to me. And also when you're selecting a trainer, it might not be because of who they are. It might just be how local are they? How far are they? Um, absolutely fine. Um, I encourage a lot of girls if they're not in my area to travel to like their closest trainer, and I will recommend them completely because it's the whole journey. And I know that they're an expert in their field. I'm not going to recommend someone who is not an expert. It's someone who thought, okay, I've won this, so I'm now going to teach this, this, and this. And it's like no. This is where the experts come. Everyone can give you advice. Everyone can, you know, say, oh, you know, you should have done this on stage. You should have done that. The best person to talk to is a coach. Um, 
and don't be afraid if it's, it's hard because when someone asks my advice I don't want it to feel like a pitch like I'm trying to sell you something um of course that's always there there's the option but if you come into me advice for advice that's what I'm going to give you um no obligation that's what I'm going to tell you um I'm not just going to go straight away and say no you should have done this on stage you should have done that if you ask me I would give you my advice um but there are some people that will just inbox someone straight away and say, you know, you should have done this better. You should have done that. You should have wore this. You know, I've had it myself. Um, you should have done this, should have done that. And sometimes it's it's hard because, you know, there are some performances you think, wow, I really enjoyed <laughs> that. I thought I did great. I know there are parts I need to improve on, um, but I will identify them later. And then someone comes in with that and you're like, oh, <laughs> Okay, the same with, and this is what I say with love as well, when people recommend different systems to you, um, or they recommend a system that they're competing in, uh, especially when you step up that stage, you might get people messaging you, you might get directors talking to you. Now, this is where your research comes in handy and you need to be an expert in your own pageant experience. Can you afford to go to internationals, yes or no? Do you have the time to dedicate to some of these pageants? yes or no you know what do you want to get from this is it accessible can you afford it you are the expert in that pageant because in like in your pageant journey because you know what you want you have a time scale for some others maybe not um you know for me and my miz (laughs) i have a good 13 years 13 14 years until um I'll be in the next category unless I get married and I don't see that happening anytime soon uh <laughs> not the way my love life is going um but yeah swinging back to the pageant expert a pageant expert um is someone who's very knowledgeable in their field and let's go off of pageants itself and let's go on to the other things like makeup and hair they may not have experience in pageants or may have limited experience however they have like 10 15 years of hair experience like wow you know there are pageant hairstyles we all know that um you know especially america really big (laughs) you know they say there was it bigger the hair the closer to jesus um (laughs) remember that text is saying um but like the same with makeup are they experienced and are they qualified for a start um but pageant makeup when you go on stage, you know, the stage are, the stage lights will wash you out. And this is coming from someone who never wore fake tan until 2019. 2019, I first wore it for, yeah, my first spray tan. No, 2018, the finals. Um, but Jan applied that to me. <laughs> and I was breastfeeding as well. And yeah, it was a fun experience. Um, <laughs> very fun um, however so let's go into it um i now use fake tan or get spray tans and i can tell the difference between photos you know i don't look as washed out even though i had a natural tan and sometimes i'd be coming back from holiday um there was one well when i competed in 2014 i'd been away for five months my skin was very tanned um, I tan very easily anyway, so a week in the sun, I will have a glorious tan. 
um but it just made such a difference and the same with this stage makeup you know it has to be heavier so this is things you're looking at for pageant experts um for when you're booking like do they have experience doing pageant makeup um or stage makeup you know what is the level of experience so coming back to the pageant expert of it's good to have all that knowledge but can they teach you it because not everyone can teach you it. Not everyone has patience or empathy. Um, you know, they have the knowledge there. It's just they don't have the the mannerisms, I guess. I'm not sure, you know, what makes a great teacher. Ask yourself, you know, what do you see in a good teacher? What do you see when you're, you know, watching educational videos about pageantry and about in life in general, like if you're in college or university, like how do you best respond um, to information and how are these people, especially as, you know, you can get asked a lot of interesting questions and um, and for, for ourselves, like if you've been in pageants for a long time, it can be a really easy question you're thinking of, like, wow, the answer's so easy, like how do they not get that? But also it's like, well, wait a minute, like... It's easy because you know pageant industry. This girl um, or this person doesn't know it. Um, and that's why when I wrote the handbook, I had to bring myself back into what would I want to know if I didn't know anything about pageants? Like, what would I want to know? Like, how, yeah, how can I um, put this in a way where everyone will understand as well? So sometimes you might feel like, oh, I knew this when you read it, but it's like actually, for someone who's never like competed in a pageant before, it's such brand new information. Um, but anyways, yes. So a pageant expert is someone who is knowledgeable and someone who has experience, years experience, qualifies like qualifications. We all know that qualifications doesn't mean everything because if you have qualifications but no experience, um, you know where is the examples? Um. Like, it's great on paper, but can you put it into practice? Um, but my advice, <laughs> subjective, my advice, um, but is if you're starting, like, a pageant business, make sure that you have enough experience in it. Make sure you have examples. Make sure that you have customer um, testimonials. Um, don't just start something just because you want to make money basically, because, you know, <laughs> what's the, yeah, what is, what is the point? You're just taking someone's money, you're not giving them the best service that they can, um, and I don't want this to sound, I don't want to sound like a negative Nelly, because there's room pageantry for so many different places, you know, I've had my experience of, um, people being, you know, judgmental, because I've released a product, um, or, you know, why does she have the qualification, you know, she's just stealing this idea and that idea, um, you know, I have a lot of good products, I feel, in pageantry, I have the handbook, which is a great tool, the flashcards, I've never seen done, I've searched so much for them, you know, and people might have it privately, and they've made it themselves, but it's never been released, um, the workbook, there are so many, so many planners out there in America. There are PDFs, 
the beautiful bound books. Um, it's a bigger market in America, of course it is. Um, you know, but my workbook, I feel, is different because it's a workbook. It's making you answer these questions. It's not just somewhere to put all your stuff, which is great. But all this stuff that I created is stuff that helps me in my pageant journey. And I know that if it helped me, it will help someone else. Um, and there are so many other people, like so many other pageant, like um, people out there who create incredible things that will help you on your pageant prep. You know, the pageant planner is a great planner to have. It's an undated diary for like a whole year. There's loads of different aspects. I know they have different edits. You know, there are other pageant coaches who have, you know, workbooks as well that they've released in the past year. Um, you know, there are so many experiences you can have the work days like the workshop days workshops um IGM do a free workshop every month which is great um you can actually pick up some of our stuff there as well um crown camp you know Harry has created these incredible like two three day breaks there's so much there and you know that they are experts in their field because they will provide you with the examples they will provide you with the evidence they will provide you with everything like that I never want to talk down about any pageant like business because they are there for a reason the only thing I don't like is when they're not qualified to do it and I'm not saying qualified but they don't have the experience and they're charging over the odds for a service that is not needed like you should be able to find your own appearances you should be able to do your own things. Like, for example, we have a service which we only have to clients at the moment, but it's your appearance folder. So shaping your appearance folder, um, sectioning it into the different types of appearances, all that fun stuff. But like, <laughs> I'm not charging over the odds for that. As I said, that's just a client thing. It's something that is, a lot of people struggle with. And if you show it, then people will learn that. Um, but I, as I said, I have 11 years of experience. I've written many appearance books, you know. Um, so <laughs> I've written many applications for different pageants and bios. And, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking someone's money if I didn't know that I had the experience and knowledge to back it up. So... I don't know if this has made any sense. I hope it has. And I'd love to hear your opinions about this because it's something that I see a lot of. And we've been very lucky that I've not seen any people who are like not too many of these little startups um, without the experience or if they hide behind like the business name and not give out their title um, or their name. It's a bit concerning because, you know, um, transparency is something that's very important within pageantry um, very important um, and I say what the pageant experience well, I said you don't have to be in a pageant to know about pageantry but there are certain aspects that I feel benefit and this is the same with directors sometimes people feel that if you've competed in a pageant before you were a director you have some knowledge like you have some experience there it doesn't take away though if you haven't competed in a pageant because you might be great at 
events management and all of this stuff. There's so many layers and <laughs> experts. But anyways, yes. What does make a pageant expert? That's what I'd like you to tell me. Because I feel pageant expert has to have, you know, qualifications and experience. Experience, I feel, outweighs a lot of um, qualifications. But then, you know, I'd like someone... I'd say I'd like someone to have qualification in makeup, but makeup can be very much a taught skill and something you learn and self-teach yourself. I mean, I can't. I can't do my makeup for toffee. But here we are. <laughs> but yes, going back to Pageant Con, um, just to wrap this up, Pageant Con will be on the 30th of January 2022. The link to buy tickets is £5 donation. It will, is in the Sparkles and Rhinestones um, Instagram so at Sparkles and Rhinestones UK. And when you have paid, please message the Instagram or email at sparkles and rhinestones UK at gmail.com because I don't get the notifications if you have done a donation. And everyone who will be speaking has years of pageant experience. And um and that's what I look for. You know, I've asked some people, people have asked me. Um I still have yet to finalise everything. Um but, <laughs> and a very big but, um, every expert is chosen because of their experience and knowledge, their expertise, and they're an expert for a reason, you know, and everyone will agree when these names come out, why they're an expert in their field. So currently we have announced um, Maggie G, Miss Pageant Girl UK, she's been in pageantry since I'm gonna say 2014 um I know that Miss Inspiration was her first pageant I think um and that's the same time that I entered um around that time um <laughs> but I know she'd seen other pageants as well so long time but also she's talking about manifestation and she has you know all of that experience um she you knows she's been doing empowerment for years um you know we did different things at Miss Voluptuous Finals um, around confidence and empowerment. So trust that girl to give an amazing session. And uh, then we also have Patty, incredible woman. Um, you, you know, most of pageant land will have seen um, the glam squad with their makeup and hair. Um, incredible. That's why she's speaking can't wait to hear her expertise uh there will be more announced throughout the upcoming weeks uh of course myself I should hopefully be speaking at my own event <laughs> um you know I'll be talking interview and planning your pageant you know what dates etc etc but yeah there's gonna be amazing things so donate if you would like to you'll get added to the group um I'm sorting everything this week it's been a manic uh week as such just trying to get my body back to recovery um <laughs> but of course christmas is coming if you would like the pageant handbook the workbook all the flashcards please drop me a message um so we can get them sent to you and of course i'll be at galaxy as well so i can do hand in hand don't you have to think about the postage or anything um but thank you so much for listening guys if you have any ideas for podcasts please drop them my way if you have any questions about pageantry please message me i am always up to talk about pageants